Welcome to the dark forest. We hope you will adore it. What's uh, what's on your mind? What's your obsession? Won't you please tell us and give us all a lesson? Welcome to the dark forest with Jackie Cation. I'm Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dark forest. I have with me musician, audio dork, uh, fisher of men, songwriter, songwriter. <laughs> Introduce yourself. I'm gonna put the put the mic thing back on. You know this the spontaneity is totally gone with the recorded version. Does it? Yeah. Feel, yeah. And all right, gentlemen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, w- sitting with me are oh, two oh my, exhausting you want, you want gentlemen. Names by this point? Yeah. Hold I'm going to want Mike Rickberg and Jim Wooster right. to be acknowledged. Sitting across as being from me right show. now. Sitting across from me is my dear old friend Jim Wooster, who's one of the funniest people I've ever met, and a. Uh, Let's start over. You want to start over? <laughs> it's just it's start over. Do you want to start over? There's I don't know. You. Might as well. You're nice the proprietess. You're, you're, what you are is an I'm audio dork. So okay, one, okay, one do-over and that's it. This okay, hi. My name is Jackie Cation. And welcome to the Dork Forest. It's pre-recorded for the first time ever. And I'm sitting here uh, with uh, Mike Rickberg and Jim Wooster, who have helped me set it up. And when I say that, I mean Mike Rickberg has. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, Jim Wooster has been chewing on ice and saying, can I chew on ice into the microphone? No, you can't. We'll edit in post. Right. We're editing, yeah. And so what we're going to do is, is we've done a, a test before this. Now, I understand there's going to be editing, gentlemen. So, Jackie, this is the first ever non-live. Right. But live to tape. We didn't right. set out to make the first thing a test. Let's be honest. That Let, was, let's be said that, yeah. that, that, we, that we, the fact that we had to start over again, yeah. it just makes me r- remember we can, the days. We can retroactively call it a test. And I guess, I that, guess actually retroactively it is. That's you know what, what you might be a really two. great. You know what might be a great running gag for the whole show? Forever. We just keep. <laughs> we just keep. Restarting. In fact, right, right. I think we should let's take <laughs> it do again. It one more time. Yeah, one let's more take time. It again. <laughs> All right, right. Hi, my name is Jackie Cation. This is the Dork Forest. Uh, it's for the first time. First time pre-recorded. Uh, we're sitting in my living room. It's warm, don't you think, gentlemen? It's warm. And, this is uh, a promising gag. The problem is if we don't actually get beyond intro-based words and and thoughts. Right. I'd like to introduce Jim Wooster. Sitting across from me is the best-looking man in that chair across from me. Jim right. Wooster. One it's of the funniest people I've ever known. I've known him for a long time. Long time. We used to live together in a small of the room, show. garden level. <laughs> we lived together in a, a garden, garden level, level apartment yeah. with rust-colored. Wasn't that like Laverne and Shirley? Didn't they have garden level? Yeah, our apartment at the time actually offended our friends by its you tawdriness. You had friends with s- sensibility. No, and if you knew, yeah. Well, no, we didn't. That's the point. Friends with no sensibility were offended by <laughs> our apartments. That's how, that? that's how horrible it was. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Where was it? Minneapolis, Minnesota? It was Minneapolis, Minnesota. You kids grew up there, right? As far as friendship went? Uh, no. no. That how began did you I- meet? That began in Iowa City. Wait, have we introduced me? Yeah, I've introduced I'm Mike Rickberg. I'm, oh, right, a, pro- I'm a professional songwriter. Professional that's songwriter. Right. I'm a professional singer. singer of commercial jingles. You, and, I play and in rock been, groups. You've been he in wrote many rock groups. He wrote the songs for the movie Dummy, which if you say that to six people, five of them will not have seen the movie and the six and will one go, of them will oh my god i love those songs and so. then they will drop to their knees no matter what gender and begin to help me out <laughs> <laughs> is is that a euphemism for fillet like a hookah no they're going to leave my bones intact jackie okay are you going to play that ukulele you're a musician this play it it's just a threat it's just a threat <laughs> i like it welcome to the dark forest 
We hope you will adore it. What's uh, what's on your mind? What's your obsession? Won't you please tell us and give us all a lesson? Welcome to the Dork Forest with Jackie Cation. Ah, uh, that's fantastic. I, we have a new we have a new theme song. I'll be doing that again that in brilliant. a little while. Um, I have a question. The Dork Forest. The Dork Does Forest. Does that equal pod? When you say the Dork Forest, are you referring to the podcast? So you don't need to say the Dork Forest podcast. Yes or no? Uh, it's <laughs> yes or no, uh, sir. Uh, can I cross-examine myself <laughs> when, when we're done? Yes, I. Uh, the Dork Forest is what the podcast is called. Sometimes okay. it's, it, it was called initially, I think, like Dork Forest Radio. I think uh, Joe and I. Joe owns DorkForestRadio.com. And one day I will have to pay him eight dollars a year for that. Right. I don't know when that's going to happen, but uh, yeah, DorkForestRadio.com, and I own DorkForest.com. So the Dork Forest might be owned by Blog Talk Radio. I might have signed something. But it is something. a podcast. It's not. It's not. A, there's like not a, a movement a, or right. some there sort no of cameras. Cameras. an example. army. The Kiss Army, the Dork Forest Army. Right. Uh, no. It is at, only at, 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 so far, it is just a T-shirt. That is available at JackieCation.com. Thanks for playing. Yeah. And um, There's no visual aspect to what's going on right now, Jim. No one can see you. Oh, so I can put my finger back where it was? Right. If you, if we, Let's keep it clean, people. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're back with the ukulele. So how long have you played the ukulele, Mike? Uh, so, uh, what year is it? Several years now. Really? I, I received Were one you in before uh, the, before the rage? Yes. That's a rage. I was in before it became the... Th- I mean... It's always going in and out of fashion, the uke. But it's is currently it? in fashion. Is it? It currently now, it's, if you hear it on TV commercials constantly, which you do now, and you hear KCRW uh, slack-jawed, uh, <laughs> uh, brain-damaged waifs uh, singing over a uke, right. then you know it's cool. Right. But I was doing it approximately two years before it was cool. And, of course, you know, I, th- I was doing it. Ground floor. Ground floor well of the ukulele. What, what do you like about it? It's highly portable. It, it is that. It's self-limiting. And no oh, matter what. Because there's only four I mean, strings. There's four strings. And, and no matter how sad you are, any th- sad thing you play on the uke suddenly becomes happy. That's true. I was just diagnosed <laughs> with <laughs> cancer of the brain. Aww. But I'm not <laughs> the kind of guy who's prone to complain. It's the uke. Right, that and you is know, nice. Instant sunshine. And you know what I realized? I, n- I realized the cycle is every 40 years. Because you, it's ba- in the 20s, Rudy Valley era, 60s, Tiny Tim era, and now. That's a 40-year turnaround. Did Arthur Gro- Godfrey, Arthur Godfrey play the uke? Wait, wasn't there a guy in, in Hawaii? Yeah. Isn't the ukulele a Hawaiian instrument? Is I it a Hawaiian I believe it is. Yeah, but they don't count. They don't go. Wait, wait. They, wait, uh, for them they it's are just part of the United States. Well, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I want to see the birth certificate. <laughs> no Anyone? one let me sign off on that. Right. But No, in Hawaii, you're you're given your first uke at birth. And you just, it, it's like. The and then wa- you grow into it. And then do, you uh, do, you, do you first live in it? Is it first, <laughs> you, 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 you lay the baby in the in the body of the uke? The b- baby is actually born holding the uke. And boy, is that hell on the mother. <laughs> it <laughs> is. What's, what's poi? Isn't that a, isn't that a it fish? Is, I, I thought it was a root. How like much a, do we miss I the chat it was like room a now? Root. I think it's a mashed root. Yeah. Oh, is it POI? Is that a what we're ra- talking? A root that is that is in a liquid that's not vinegar necessarily, but is not unlike vinegar. 
That's always been my understanding. <laughs> well, let's. Um, unfortunately, we got no base? one to go to on this because I, I don't have the laptop out. I could have put the laptop. Jackie, out. let me ask you this: for the next show, should I have a laptop out? Do you guys think, Mike, Jim? Mm, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, 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 for no, looking no, no, up, no, no. for looking things up. I think there's up. something to be said for now that everybody can can rustle up any bit of information on their iPhone at the right. drop of a hat. I think there's something to be said for plain old ignorance and the charm of whoever's, uh, whoever's states got their the case best. the loudest. <laughs> oh, that's right. true. And people could email me later at Jackie at JackieCation.com or and anything. Ha- and ask you to look things up for and them? And tell me what the hell. Oh. Okay. And then, because the, they, the thing is, is when they're oh, listening to Oh, people do love to correct strangers they who do. say things in public. You do. Uh, what? I don't. Don't? No? I'll correct you because I know you, but if, oh, like, okay. but if, like, I'm reading a book and the author gets... The 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 Something capital wrong? of Zaire wrong my first which, which is I, I don't know uh, that's you know? I knew yeah, that it's, was it's, coming it's spelled Pierre but it's pronounced Pierre oh, okay so Pierre really South, yes that is yeah that's is that South Dakota same oh okay yeah. it's both South Dakota and Zaire uh-huh. well Zaire before the revolution Zaire was just Dakota <laughs> and then it became Zaire and uh, then its exiled leader founded South Dakota and then oh yes. Fantastic! You've—that's a little mashup there. I like that yeah. little history <laughs> mashup. History mashup. I want Jim Wooster to do that. Little, bring that to the interweb. Who should we? Should, should we? Is the test done? Should we start over? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna talk about things. We're we're gonna bring it. First of all, have you made it super duper clear that this is the first non-crappy sounding? Uh, uh, Dork Forest. They episode. know that. Wow, They're I think I think that that's been established not only by their earbuds and but by you so politely putting it. It's you know what it was. Fu- it has been reviewed as as poor poor audio. But quality. now the spontaneity is is gone completely. You're going to be editing this oh, cause thing. You, we can edit it. You're we can be massage it. it like crazy. You're going to be making me say all <laughs> kinds of <laughs> crazy things that I would never ordinarily right. say. Mike, do you think that I'm going to spend even a half an hour each each show? Do you, do you see it happening? So when I talk about restoring America to honor, you're just going to sniff that out. I'm going to let out that, no, I'm gonna let that play. She's gonna, it's going to be and I'm gonna give whore America <laughs> honor. It's, uh, exactly. All of a sudden, you're going to sound like the, the crazy man. that you, No, they, they're going to be able to find you. Jim Wooster, you're in the book, aren't you? You, Henny Youngman, and Mark Malcolm X? Yes, but I, I know. I'm I'm thinking of. They could send you checks. There's right? a service that can get your name off the in somehow you know like somehow get your name off the internet. My name's not on the things. internet, but I am in the white. Well, pages. I don't mean like well, as a comedian you are. Oh right, right. But, but I'm mean, trying to get a day job as a non-comedian, and I'm afraid right. they're looking. At, they're typing in my name and saying I'm not hiring this douchebag because. With, with his, with his blog. videos and his and his, and his, his blog, blog. And, and that rhyming couplet poem that you did back in 1996 that, that I loved. I've actually did you ever heard that one? No, for Mike? real? What is it? For real? It was a, you never heard him talk about the Amway salesman meeting? Was it a Christian? Who was it? Uh, meeting or was a Jehovah's it a, Witness. A Jehovah's Witness. It was based on the Sneetches. When do we give the recipes? Yeah. Do you want a recipe? Now, what goes on on this show? What does well? Uh, th- what I do is I usually ask people what they really love. What do they run to? What is their obsession? At what the do they moment. collect? And is wh- it lifelong or just mom- at the moment? It can be momentary. I had uh, Mark Barron on. He was talking about how he really got into learning how to cook Indian food, speaking of recipes, and he almost bought himself a clay oven, which was a thousands, tandoor. Right, of, with thousands of dollars. Indian food at home is hard to do right. Cause right. Because if by just tracking down the spices means you have committed. I yeah. agree. And in fact, in my – and I love to cook, and I'm not great, but I love to do it. And my goal used to be – Trying to recreate ethnic things that I liked in restaurants, and yet every time I did it, 
it always felt it, by the time I was finished with the Thai dish or the Indian dish, I had made something mediocre. I had spoiled the dish for myself because suddenly I knew all of its secrets. I knew everything that went into it. And I always fell short. And I stopped trying to do and, ethnic and, stuff and, at home. And when it, you went back out, did you not order because you had ruined it for yourself? No, or no? then I had to get right back up on that horse and eat it. But, <laughs> but so now I stick to um, American favorites. Because now, I don't want to wreck anything exotic. I'd rather spend, and you end up spending more money. I was about to say, Thai. F- yeah, you're actually not saving money by making Thai food at home, and no, you're probably well, I, not going to enjoy it as much. Well, exactly. I, I don't think that it's. Uh, I, I think that it's the journey that a lot of people enjoy when they're trying to recreate a, a dish that, that they had out. I think you're right, and then I realized the journey ruined it for me because then I know exactly what's going on in there. And and, it, uh, and 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 if you aren't really really good at it, it can. But ruin you don't it know exactly like what's going on in there, or it would taste better. And you'll ne- well, yeah, but you'll you'll never have the same access to the the same ingredients. Right. Even here in wonderful LA, where you can get your hands on just about anything. I'm if you never, know I never I mean. never try to recreate my favorite restaurant. It's all about. I mean, I look through recipe books all the time, but if I'm right. at a restaurant, I'm like, oh, good for you. I don't need to. Well, I, you know what? I, I what now I know where to get it. Here's what I believe is now you said, Mike, that uh, that you like to go with your staples, your American staples. I have a theory that once a food has been made into a TV dinner, once it has been made into a frozen food dish, that is now an American food. Hmm. Tacos are ours. Salisbury steak. Salisbury steak. It, it was all very British in the beginning. I thought it was all very sort the of Duke of Salisbury. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was Northern European food that was first made into a TV dinner. Correct. I, I had an idea. Now what? Just, just, just now. Let's Don't give let's, it away. Oh let's make. Let's make. Let's start a restaurant. Light bulb. that reclaims. TV dinner meals. It's been done. Oh, really? Yeah. You, high you, you can't invent very anything. Very beautifully made high-end um, TV versions of Swanson favorites served in beautiful plates that oh, are I would segmented. Never, oh, like fuck that part. But, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's you know what? Trade food, it always reminds me of being incarcerated. I don't know. I invented that? caffeinated beer. That's true. He did. You invented it? Yeah, but just like Jim's thing, you know, I, I invented it, but it's not enough to dream it up. You got to get out there and hustle, Jackie. Right, it's all about the marketing. It's yeah. all about the marketing. Ca- it was it was something like, you know, a fight a fist fight in every can was my was the slogan. slogan. Yeah. Oh, that's great. See, my my chicken res- restaurant one wing to rule them all. Uh, well, one day, <laughs> that will one day, and then uh, I also over the door it'll say speak friend and enter and if you know the elvish word for friend, um, you get a discount. And last night I I was tell I was talking about it. Do you know it? No, I'm just reacting to the sheer nerd particular <laughs> <laughs> nature. That is, it's awesome. You need a bell to ring when, when, when just there's this just super a nerd, super dorky thing happens. Call, someone gets a hundred dollars. What is today's word? Duck. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. wait, the Elvish word for friend. Oh, I know what that is. It's I, I do a pretty good Elvish. Malone. M e l l o n. There you go. Now, now people in the dork forest will know if I ever edit this. I was and about send it to say out. it would be easy. To just pass it on to your friends, but I somehow a lot of my friends know the secret hamburgers at In and Out. I finally learned that. What, the but one where I there's no bread? That one? I don't know. No, I, I. What are they? There's one. Uh, first of all, In and Out. You want to talk you about obsessions, you want, right? Yeah. I am obsessed with In and Out because I think it is vile. I've never had a, a burger there that <laughs> right. was any good at all, and yet people are like, "Oh, In-N-Out burger! It's it's the best burger in the-. 
I it, hate the fact that it's called in and out and it takes a half an hour to get your food. It does indeed. And, and it's mm-hmm. it, it, they're never good. It would be worth it if it was any good. So, S- Jim, same with there's pigs. code words. and they're Your like, palate might have changed. No, you. no, no, no. First of all, fat burgers are delicious. Fat burger I endorse heartily. There's a yeah. lot of good burgers. But people, I don't know, it's hype and, and people are easily led. And it's so it's like, you know, Pink's, Pink's is inedible, too. Pink's is inedible, and, and the line outside confuses me every time I drive well, by. Well, it's it. tourists. Touristas. Oh, is it's, it? Yeah. Let me just it's say like this. the most photographed barn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in and out. In and out. Okay. At no, later. Go please. On. Tell no, us I, about the where barn. Is That's the most a, photographed no, that barn. Is, no, that doesn't exist. It's a, it's, a fa- <laughs> it's a famous scene from Don DeLillo's White Noise. Uh, it's still a famous it for me scene from still, something I'm, that I've never heard of. I'm forever starting that yeah. book. <laughs> I Is am. It a book? I, I, it's a book, and I keep starting it, and I always. I know it's good. And what? I am hoping to Who start and finish it before Don the DeLillo. movie comes out. And what is it called? White Noise? White Noise. <laughs> All I'm getting is the name and the author. It's hard to spoil. I won't spoil. I'm very careful about spoiling. Rickbert. All I'm doing is getting the name. Oh. All right. Okay. And as opposed to you who were talking about Cavalier and Clay, and you were like, and now <laughs> Jim, <laughs> Jim's going to have Jim had end. to sing. Let me just say this. In and out, and then we can move on. Okay. So then Jim, as Jim referred to a minute ago, so somebody, I was doing my usual bitch about in and out, and somebody said, well, it's because you don't know the secret code. First of all, we, you shouldn't have to have a secret code to get a good version of something. So that, okay, so then he's like, come on. So you say, I want a cheeseburger animal style. And that means. What does that mean? That means grilled onions as opposed to a giant disc of raw onion as you find on the regular. Well, why can't you just ask for grilled onions? Can you do that? Who I didn't even know it was available because <laughs> right. the menu has three things on it. But if right. you know the secret handshake, you can get a burger that, you know what, it still was bad. It's I was hungry <laughs> when it was over. I was I hungry. Was I was angry. So my friend Judy moved here from New York, and she we were, she was so excited. She's like, let's have In-N-Out burgers. So we had In-N-Out burgers. I said, okay, get ready. Get ready for I'd the mediocrity. And she and I, but I hadn't even. I wanted a clean slate. Oh, okay. Oh, you. Oh, that She's, was nice of you. She, yeah. She said it was terrible. She's like, I don't know what the fuss was about. It's terrible. That's what I said the first time I had a White Castle. Uh oh, White Castle is just foul. That's th- those are to be drank at. Uh, those are to be right, eaten no after t- drinking. But at no one three told in the me that. All in college, like Sack guys would rats, have their, have their mom send them to them frozen, and they like. But wow. it's, but it's, so it's not whether it's so good, they can nuke them at three in the morning. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so we're n- learning that people are easily led and, right. and believe the hype about anything and everything. Jennifer Aniston is the female in and out burger. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, because you, you find Jennifer Jennifer Aniston to be. I don't uh, see o- what the o- fuss is. Overblown. Yeah, I don't see what the fuss is. I, I, who, I, I like uh, I like burgers and li- naked ladies. And know? who she and seems who funnier is than your average actress? I, I think. Um, who, who All I see is Zoe the nose Bechanel. job. Did you like her? No. Okay. <laughs> what I what I need is an actress that you might enjoy. It, Who's well, I'm just talking about pr- like Jennifer Aniston is America's sweetheart, except that she's ugly and she's not funny. And she, you look at her and she, you say, that woman is a you bitch. You think she's ugly? I do. I, all I see is the nose job. The entire cast of Friends, I look at their faces and I say, right. Schwimmer, nose job. Kudrow, nose job. Uh, 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 Aniston, nose job. Now maybe uh, that's because I grew maybe up where I grew up. Thing, but yeah, it's, it's Are they spot. all Jewish and they all had nose jobs? Or are yes, they all yes, and yes. And I'm a Jew. And Wait, I is have Aniston a, full a Jew? Bo- I don't know, but she's you had her know. nose done and that <laughs> makes her Jewish. By definition. You know, Barbara Streisand never got her nose done. I know, and that's why she's a beautiful voice. woman. <laughs> she's a very attractive woman. <laughs> Oh, Barbara. Uh, 
Baba. She mm-hmm. removed one of those vowels and she didn't even need it. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Me. Okay. Is that true? Barbara. I know, but I thought that was in those parents do weird. No, I think like she that. did it. I think. Okay, fair enough. Okay, you know, I I wanted to change uh, the spelling of my name, Jackie, uh, to that's my name by the way, Jackie. I knew that. Uh, okay. Jackie Cation, host of DorkForestRadio.com. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you this is, uh, which by the way, I'll bring you to the Blog Talk website. I'm I'm gonna want to change that. So, uh, but the whatever I wanted to change the the spelling of my name to Jackie J A C Q U I. Mm-hmm. And my stepmother That's was sexy. like, you're not pulling that 13-year-old bullshit with me. It's just spell it normal. Good Fair for enough. her. Yeah. Good yeah. for her. Now imagine in the town where I grew up, you're the same age, and right. you're, you're just 13. as worthless. Mike with a Q? No. Um. <laughs> and imagine every teenage girl saying, Mom, I'd like to irreversibly alter my face. Okay, honey. Because you're 13. Let's do that. Let, you're 15. You're yeah, 13. I you're highly under- credible. Yeah. I've never understood that, where, where people will let their like teenage kids get plastic surgery. But I've seen it here in Los Angeles. You've seen it in the it's in the Midwest. Yeah, I grew up in a John Hughes film outside of Chicago, Highland oh, fant- Park. <laughs> fantastic! Did Cro- somebody have a Porsche and not go to school? I always <laughs> hated that movie. <laughs> I hated Ferris Bueller because I was always like, "Go to school, you little fuck!" Don't you think? I agree. I I grew to like Matthew Broderick when he admitted in an interview that he always thought of Ferris Bueller as evil. Well, he is. Cr- I've never, I've never disliked him. I liked him. <laughs> His finest work might have been Lady Hawk. I'm not gonna lie to you. The Luxie <laughs> N- uh, No, no, no. Election is the, one of the best oh, movies election. of yeah, all yeah. time. Period. Yeah, I'll go with that. Wasn't he with Marlon Brando in that movie where I've never uh, seen they it. Ate the Freshman? It's very the good. The Freshman. Don't say. Don't say. Don't finish <laughs> what you're gonna say. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah. that's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're good. She about. She almost. Right, but I'm dying to see that. You've movie. never seen The Freshman? No, I can't. I've oh, rented it ten times and never watched it. Now, why is that a spoiler alert for? Don't don't movie. No, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, but it's 30 years old. Like when. Oh, when that's a well. It, okay, it's an old yes, movie, it's. But I haven't seen it. Yet. Yes, like so Citizen Kane. So if I hadn't, if I hadn't said that. Right. Would I have said no? Would, would I have spoiled it? If you if you had said that, you would not. You would say 30 year old movie. That's not a spoiler, and you'd be fine. But right. as it happens, I was here to stop you. You were here to stop me. Yeah. And we're good. So is it autism? It is an OCD. <laughs> it's autism. It's just a little bit of. Uh, we're going to start over, right? <laughs> right, we're going to start over. All right, let's start over. <laughs> because we can always edit this. You know, I, I love the ambition that people think I'm going to edit this. I d- there's not a chance in You're hell. You're going to edit this. I'm going to drop this into something, and we're going to call it can a day. Can I ask you this? Having Please. Having had very limited exposure to Dork Forest, mostly because it, it just sounded so bad I couldn't listen to it. Uh, uh, wait, wait a minute. What just happened he there? He means audio. What's he doesn't oh, mean the content. Oh, audio qu- quality. Of course. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're lucky you got your your friend here, Jim Wooster, has <laughs> got your back. I wouldn't insult you. No, no, I know, and I would. <laughs> I was talking about the audio quality. Obviously, Excellent. the Excellent. quality. Of the, um, Obviously, the hilarity in the in the fascinating right. world of Lego. Go ahead. Um, do go on. Never mind. No, well, you had a question though about the audio quality. No. And, uh, no, never this is something else. But. I'm Let's edit this out. That Instead should definitely be edited. This great deal of silence. That's where we plug in this, you know, the canned elevator music. What is that from? What, what Spanish Flea. That's the name of that song? Yeah, Spanish Flea. And who wrote that? I, and you can't, you're going to have to edit it out because you can't afford to, uh, I believe well, it's true. Herb Alpert, right? I don't know if he wrote it, but he made it famous. Homer Simpson wrote the lyrics, we know. Yes. But the, oh, uh, did he? Yeah. What are the lyrics? There was a little <laughs> Spanish Flea. <laughs> 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 
I think actually there may be proper lyrics. Speaking of which, I wait. assume. Boy, before you go on, I have learned always to assume that every instrumental actually has lyrics. Which brings me to, you're the biggest nerd in the room. Well, how uh, so? Not, do you not know the Star guys. Trek lyrics? I don't know. She, I don't. I I know the the faux lyrics. She's Re- married. You're living with someone. I might be in the running for biggest nerd. Well, what about what about remember Matt Fugate and what's his name coming up with lyrics to Quincy? No, oh, I was not there do you for remember that. What they Quincy are? is a doctor. No, he's not a doctor. He's more <laughs> of a policeman who cuts people up. <laughs> that's all I remember. That's a good one. I have. Yeah, wait, yeah. I have. I wrote lyrics to um, the Mexican Hat Dance. Okay. And I taught it. I. I. It was my personal joke with myself for years, and no one was ever amused by it. And <laughs> then I repeated it in the car with my friends' kids, and then they left town and they didn't see Uncle Mike for years, and they're still singing the Mexican Hat Dance. <laughs> all right. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show because I'm fucking on top of the world right now. Yeah. Actually, we got another 20 minutes. I don't know. So, um... <laughs> So, you know, my brother, my brother is actually, because you're in the music industry. <laughs> I am the shrimp that cleans up the bottom of the ocean. I am the... I am the what? Uh, and leave show business? <laughs> oh, you yeah, have no idea. Uh, we're all some of the, the best kept secrets in show business. That's what we're doing around here. It's, it's fantastic. I have dozens of... I'm the angriest kept secret <laughs> in show business. It's a, would you want your song on True Blood? Are you joking? I would want my song on anything and everything. You know, when I first moved to Los Angeles, Jim Wooster once asked me if I would ever, if I were offered an opportunity to be an unhappily ever after, if I would take it. Do you remember asking me that, Jim Wooster? That sound, no, but it does sound exactly like something I and would And I ask. said, I would be an unhappily ever after if I had to play an airport cop. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care what of it course. is. Of course. I had probably just seen, because when I first got out here, I had things I felt I should do before I start getting sick of things. One of the things I wanted to do was I wanted to see a horrible sitcom be taped did you go i did i went to see unhappily ever after <laughs> oddly enough and i learned i learned what i learned where all the ooze come from okay the audience is packed with 15 year olds okay who as they say ooh partly because so what, was your, what were you preparing off of venice beach usually yeah, what, what well were you actually i was with for? a lot of uh like i remember uh, like a like a santa barbara college baseball team one they pay, you know, they pay them twenty bucks each for each show, and then that goes to their equipment right, right. fund. It's either that or plasma. But here's right. my question: what, uh, <laughs> what were you, what were you waiting for to get in the thick of things? You were like, there are things you oh, wanted I to get Oh, I first got out here when I, because well, I knew I'd be working days and I wouldn't be able to do things like that. Oh, okay. So you wanted to sort so of was, do the touristy kind of, but industry yeah, touristy kind industry of thing. industry touristy kind of thing. Textile industry. Yeah. Okay. In fact, they got. The show, the the episode I saw taped, they saw they they got Ron Howard's mom to play a wait actually Ron Howard's actually mom? Ron Howard's mom not the woman who played Ron Howard's mom <laughs> you mean, wait Clint Howard's days. mom Ron and Clint Howard's mom who was an actress but she her mind had completely gone by that point and because it was the late night she was playing some she was she was playing a school employee and all she had she had one line. That had something to do with MTV, but something, something, something MTV. Okay. And she kept saying MTM, Mary Tyler Moore's production company. (laughs) And they could not get her to stop saying that. 
and I did see the episode, and you can see where they, uh, yes, exactly. And uh, oh, right, tell them what that is. It's disc two of the Mary Taylor Moore show, right. the complete second season. Second season, what? Ah, oh, the injustice. All right. What? Why is I, that injustice? Because I wanted the first season, second di- second disc. Because oh. I just saw the first season, first disc. It's a fascinating tale. Let's tell it again. Let's start over. Who Are we guys ready to? The world <laughs> right. Let's go back to Mike and the fact that you're in the music industry. Yeah. Uh, that is a the broadest player. term of the yeah. use. You're a player in the music industry. I know people who are in the music industry. Ha- have you ever played piano at a place called Mr. Cinders in Oshkosh? Have you ever done that? Have you ever done piano man work? Um, I am primarily a guitar player and singer. <laughs> uh, so no. I have played in Oshkosh. Have you? Mm. In Rex Daisy. All right, another lull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Mexican hat song. We should have stopped at twenty. This could have been a short one. Um, it so what should we when talk you're done about? Editing it. Well, this is the thing. We didn't start at five. No, I, we're about twenty minutes in. I think. Yeah, oh, right. we're yeah. gonna edit this thing. There's gonna be a whole dance sequence. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is there gonna be? It's gonna be a rave. There's gonna be a rave <laughs> beat <laughs> underneath Boom. it. In fact, I know what we should do for the next chunk of show. Yeah. Let's take an imaginary trip to Burning Man. It's going on right now. Burning Man is happening right now. I, yeah, it is. Yeah. I still only have a vague idea of what you do there, other than get high. Here's what I think it you is. Get naked. And get and naked. There's, and there's music. First of all, we're all 70. Right. Second of all, right. I, I believe... Think we were, I was born 70. Me did too. you ever want to go? I'm younger than ever. Okay. Never. In fact, I was just having that conversation. I said, there, you could never have paid me enough to go. No, so when I was 19 and I wanted to crawl into a bottle, you couldn't have paid me to go to such exactly. an event. Exactly. No yeah. bottles could be had in the comfort of your home. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and if you're feeling social, go to the bowling alley. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> thanks. So... <laughs> I like so... I had a here's I think the the simile the metaphor the simile the simile okay that um the I think uh, the analogy <laughs> that I think allowed me to understand Burning Man that I came up with myself just as Branson is to Las Vegas okay yes. it's like hey it's like Las Vegas without the gambling right okay and without the booze right okay I think. Burning Man is a dead show without the dead. Yeah. I think it's a, it's it, there's no music. I think you just there's go no there. There's no music at Burning Man uh, unless it, there's a DJ. Someone I must be. Yeah, there must God, be. God, we're no, old no. and useless. Well, oh. wait a minute. I think Not you just go there and there's drumming circles. We know that, but oh. we don't. There. <laughs> I honestly don't know if we knew anybody between us who was under the age of. F- there's 60. a guy who works at this coffee house I go to a lot who's a DJ and goes to Burning Man. Oh, I know he must be doing something like that. <laughs> you were clicking the pen. So. You, I can't touch the microphone. Can we you edit this part pen? about Burning Man out? Because it's making me feel very old, and we really should know. If there's people at Burning Man. Well, no, we should, well, there no, are people we should there right now, but I... We should know more. We should have a firmer idea. No, like if there are bands or something. We, we should, should have know. a firmer idea. I don't idea. think there I don't, are bands. No, I don't either, but we should have a firmer idea of what it is. Well, you, you see know, the there, needs to thing? Be, there needs to be an open mic. There needs to be some stand-up at Burning Man. Why well, isn't there an open mic? That is the funniest mm-hmm. notion <laughs> ever. I, I think... <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? There should be like an espresso machine going and then comics yeah. But seriously, on, folks, you guys, are re- you guys are re- a bunch of spoiled Trustafarian assholes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got. I think there's a future in the fact you gotta you gotta bring some uh, some entertainment there. There is something like Burning Man in Northern Michigan that my sister went to one time, and she was born 107. And it the was feminist a, one. It was a lesbian. Yeah, thing. the lesbian one. Yeah, because my sister. Uh, that's burning burning that's bush. The one, that, <laughs> that's the boom. W- yes, nice one. <laughs> don't, um, be a, don't be ashamed. Our mutual. Our we we have it's a, a friend. Space, I've actually not talked with them. Whose initials are JD? Who insists that. And Jimmy I believe Dean. him. Jimmy Dean, he makes yeah, sense. Jimmy Dean. Yeah. He he has he has worked sound at Lesbian Fest Michigan. Right. And and my sister laid said there. that it was got laid there. Yeah. Well, my sister said and he was a man, a dangle gender. Yes. He, all right. So uh, he's good one of those things. And so but the thing is, is my sister went and she said that she tried to be naked. But she's never enjoyed being naked in groups of people. I think that those are nudists, right? Have you ever uh, have, have they offered me one time a job at a nudist colony to do stand up? No, have they you ever didn't. done? Yeah, they actually did. They did. Uh, I couldn't Jackie. do it. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did now, you go? No, no, and I didn't have to be nude. They they would have been all right with me not being nude, um, and I would have been okay not being nude and as well. And you wouldn't have had to do that, you know, the mental task of imagining your crowd naked, naked. because right. it right. was already done. Right, right. They were already in their underpants. Where was this colony? Uh, it was it was a Minneapolis gig. It was going to be somewhere out, some, some more with the Crystal Clutchers outside of Minneapolis. Come on. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's go around the horn. Okay. Everybody, take a second <laughs> and. Write a joke <laughs> about the stand-up being a stand-up comic at a nudist. Co- I don't, I don't okay. we're, we're gonna start edit. We're gonna edit. Say, Jackie, <laughs> I just uh, came back from doing a uh, stand-up set at the nudist colony weekend getaway. 186 nudists walk into a bar, and the bartender says, "I don't serve nudists here." And the nudists say, "Can I get a pair of shorts? I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing." I was the was the worst. I was the worst at that game. Did you, you ever play that game? Talk about yourselves for a minute. I did play that game. Yeah, it was it was one of those improv games that always made me think. But not as did impro- people come to see this, or did they come to see people who had written material? I'll tell you, I let me. I'll, I'll tell, I finally understand improv. I ask, oh really? Ask Cat. Oh, ask Cat. Have you seen I have seen Ask Cat. Very good. Yes. Here's the secret. To, here's the secret to improv. If you okay. want to do improv, and I'm sure someone, because everyone, there's, you know, we've put five people in a room. One of them has dreams of doing improv. So, <laughs> here's. You should laugh hard. You don't. At the problem. Why do we all hard. hate improv? Why? Because it's, it's not funny. Filled, because it's not funny. Because it attracts people who are convinced that they can just get on stage and start talking, and it will be funny. And even if it isn't, they will at least have gotten on stage and had had to. And had that experience. Okay. How does that differ from this, by the way? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? But we're gonna edit that out. You edit out. Yes. You s- if if you want to do improv, you just stand on you g- you get on stage with the intent of creating a sketch. It seems right. so simple, but no one does it. And the audience has come into a room because they wish to be entertained, right? Right. So that is their goodwill. It is a finite amount of goodwill, and. Right? And you milk Yeah, it. no, I'm totally with you. I have to tell you guys, I'm sitting here trying to come up with a joke about doing stand-up. Yeah, there isn't one. There isn't one. That's why I've been sitting here quietly like, chat amongst yourselves I know. while I drive myself wild trying to think of a nudist stand-up comedy joke. There's got to be dozens of them. Yeah. No, no. I started with something. Balls, erections, boobies. I worked with something on Tip Your Waist Staff. Maybe I can return. <laughs> I should respect nudists more, I realize, because they may be in touch with, for example, it's I've never had a nudist human, on the show. The I'd human, like to have a nudist on the, the show. The human foot is not meant to wear shoes, for example. Okay. And Traditionally, you mean like historically? And, and the human body is not meant to evacuate itself in 
a seated position. Oh, right, right. Uh, okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you're supposed to crouch. Like, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're supposed to crouch. You're supposed to crouch. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're supposed so maybe nudists are have like something? have something. Yeah, let's not. They sit when they poop, though. I don't know that, and yeah, you don't know you that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> and they also I they poop fully. That. They're fully dressed when they poop. And, <laughs> and here's the other thing about uh, there, there's an old Chinese proverb about uh, the arrogant man who who does not wish to uh, instead of wearing shoes he wants to car- uh, carpet the world, uh, put leather on the world instead of on his feet. Interesting. Well, yeah, but shoes are a metaphor there. Right. But uh, but I think a very nudist. literal what? metaphor. But no, I I, I think it's a, a I think nudists are, are fine. That's I mean I wouldn't mind a nudist dork on the show. I'd like to find out why you would you are fiddling oh, with things and they're loud. I'm trying. I'm, I'm gonna thinking, have to fix that. Who's post. to say one of us isn't nude right now? Oh, because we're all just in a room. That's, That's what true. I'm saying. Uh, except for that, we've already admitted thir- that we're 170 years we're old. Actually we are in, we're actually each in in different rooms. We're trying to emulate Trout Mask Gepula's recording set. I'm wearing Gepula. Iron Man underpants. Oh, that's obscure. Holy what do you Christ. got? Iron Man underpants. Uh, oh, I'm wearing a, a very bright blue shade of underpants. All right. Match- yourself, it matches we're my balls. We're going around talking about nudist jokes and what kind of underpants you're wearing. Um, clean? Clean? Uh, well, they are clean. Well, unless they're part of... I, I was having stomach problems for a while that I cured with lemon water in the morning. So maybe they're part of that batch that I haven't fully gotten rid of yet. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take the Mexican hat dance as a sign that I should edit something. I was I'm always, just going to listen to the I show. was always against colored underwear for no real reason. Racist. And then I had to... Uh, no, you're, I'm not talking about underwear of color. I'm talking about colored underwear. Underwear of color. But I was I, then I had I needed some I, like I was I was traveling or something and I needed some and they only had and then uh, they had color, color. They're not bad. No, no, no. I can't wear white underpants anymore. Well, I can't wear tighty. You can't. There's trouble. Yeah, just because they're, they're not there's forgiving. No, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest invention of the 21st century probably came before that, but I didn't start wearing them until the 21st century. Boxer briefs. The boxer brief. Uh, the pillowcase. <laughs> That's true. I didn't start using those either until. Yes, because our head leaks things. Have you ever? But heard, I like the. But have you ever heard Tom if, Papa's joke about the head that leaks things? Is a is for some reason all of our pillows are foul, and it's because we leak things in the night out of our heads. And, <laughs> and he's like, he told me he used to do that joke just about his head. Oh, Caddy Oka has audit- a very similar joke in that. Oh, does he? Yeah. Kevin Kanaoka, yeah. friend of the show. He's been on the program. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure I. I, I'm sure they came across these jokes individually. But. Sure. Tom Papa had a verbatim joke, my animal joke, that I have got animated. The new cat, new joke. Uh, Tom pa- I did the new cat joke at the improv. Um, and then Tom Papa went up after me three comics later and did a joke about how his cat had diabetes and his wife wanted them to spend $3,000 for diabetic cat medicine. And that was 3,000 new cats. Yeah. And that is verbatim. Yeah. Yes, and Jim so he, Gaffigan did the same. He got one of my joke, my jokes, one of our jokes that we. I don't. I've, I've never met you. him. Right. Oh, oh did, and so he didn't so, follow. But he you. got it. No, this was we, we were doing them individually but in Tom the Midwest. Papa did it to me ten minutes after I had just done it, and the audience stared at him like, "What? Oh, what just happened?" And so he gets unkind. off stage, and I was like, "I did a, that exact verbatim joke ten minutes earlier." I was like, "I." why because i was having a good set (laughs) until that very joke and i said yeah i've been doing it for a couple years and he said it just happened two days ago i was like well good
good to know that the uh, the rates for diabetic cat medicine haven't gone up. What what joke did you share with Jim That's Gaffigan? Every what, it's it worst was nightmare you just described. The it's basic horrible. was he's from Indiana and I'm from. That's why you got to watch the comics before you. Yeah. And the joke and this he got it animated on what you call it show. And the shorties uh, making shorties or shorties no, doing uh, shorties. Before that, uh, uh, Doctor Cats. Dr. Cats. Ooh, that was unwatchable. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you could turn the sound off. I mean, you could turn the screen on, down and just turn the sound off. Right, right. Yeah, if you weren't looking, the, the the audio was awesome. It yeah. was the shimmering yeah. uh, fake animation that which, I didn't like. The joke was how people, if you live anywhere near Chicago, if you ask people where, if you ask them where oh, they're right. from, That's my favorite they're going to say Wooster Chicago. Joke. That's a great Jim Wooster he joke. He has a, Jim Gaffigan has pretty much that joke. Oh, just essentially just saying uh, you're from Skokie, but you're from Chicago. No, wait, what? Jim's my punch joke. here. Well, my joke was, no matter if what one thing I've noticed is that no matter where you're from in Illinois, if you ask people where they're from, they're gonna say Chicago. Oh, really? We're in Chicago, Dayton, Ohio. That's it. <laughs> That's right. That's a great joke. And uh, I love that joke. Gaffigan's is essentially the same thing, but I can't remember what his. How, how it ends. Let, 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 let's also talk about my favorite Jim Wooster joke, which is the unicorn joke about racism in South Dakota. Is that, that, that was my, my, I forget so many jokes now. It's amazing. Sure, yeah. sure. That's, do you know why I've been doing stand-up comedy forever and you've forever. written a, a thousand forever. I know. A thousand jokes. And when it's actually cool, the first time a friend reminded me of a joke that I'd forgotten, I thought, oh, wow, I've written so many jokes I've forgotten something. That's cool. Right. It's not cool anymore. I want no, no. to remember more You want to remember? Jokes. You yeah. know, Joan Rivers has a, a like a, a Dewey Decimal System card set up where um, I, I I will never do that. Like Bob Hope. Did I Bob Hope that's cards with, I didn't know that, but I have toyed with doing something like that to right, right, just to keep to, track. Yeah, of but everything. I wouldn't. I would the time. The unicorn joke is about how there is no racism in South Dakota. Well, there are no, no there black are no people. blacks people in South Dakota, but they hate blacks. But they hate blacks because it's you have to kill them. It was them actually when I was growing up because you were now in blackface. There, there are now no because now yeah, but that's a longer story. But there are there now are blacks in South Dakota. How many? I How many? I don't know. Just Wait, so what's the joke? You're as likely to see a unicorn? Oh, no. Oh, the no. joke was when I was growing up, uh, you couldn't scapegoat American Indians and be taken seriously, so you had to scapegoat blacks. But in South Dakota, it was like scapegoating unicorns. <laughs> ah, them fucking unicorns. <laughs> Ought to just ship them all back to Xanadu. Right. I got a joke for you. I got a joke for you. What do you call a dead unicorn? <laughs> Ring toss. See, I like what do you that call, too. But what do you call stopped, live unicorn? Ring toss. Yeah, that stopped working. So I know I that stopped, stopped doing working because yeah. I remember as a child hearing uh, horrible racist jokes about black people, and the first part of the joke was uh, about a, a live black man, and the second part of the joke was about a dead black Maybe. man. Maybe yeah, exactly. And it was that's the exactly same that's exactly Whoa, what inspired that joke. I didn't get joke. any of that whole scene. I, that's what the unicorn. Uh, oh my was, god! Was playing on. What you had to do is you had to hang out with some serious fucking racists. See, I'm not a Racist. I, despite no. everything I said off mic, you're a right. hater. <laughs> oh, I'm a hater. Despite growing up in Highland Park, Illinois, despite all that, Highland Park was crawling with all a, kinds of minorities. Really? Isn't that Chicagoland? It's Chicagoland. Is it Chicago? Well, yeah, but it's well, yeah, but Highland Park is it's far away. Is, John, is it Dayton, is John, Ohio? Is John Hughes country? So. Yeah. We had everybody. It was, it was a full rainbow. Oh, I didn't know that. It was a full rainbow. Really? Did you? Uh, I remember. Um, the first black person I ever met, I was probably 10 years old. You remember? Oh, yeah. I do, too. Mine was actually from <laughs> Africa. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He was, he you was want a, me to edit was, that uh, out? Is that what that is? He was an agro- uh, like a student and, or an agro- a professional agronomist or a student, one or the other, who they were they had a thing with the Sioux Falls Stockyards. He wanted – they were ex- it was exchanging to learn <laughs> various agronomical right. – 
tips, advice, something like that. Is so that, he was a, on is a that like a necronomical? Yeah, exactly. That's All exactly right. what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he, he was from Kenya, I think, and he was my dad brought him home. And, and was his know. last name Obama? Was it Barack Obama's dad? <laughs> this is the greatest premise for a show ever. Tell us about your first black person. <laughs> no, no. The thing is, is what you don't, which what we're all not acknowledging, is the is the black people the first white people they ever met, which is uh, I think is, is is real as well. What? Uh, that that were I to ask a black person who grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, who was the first white no, person you ever a, talked no, to? No, because you still have to white. Uh, you the fir- it was the first time you met the man. Black oh people had to go into the white world and get their money. You know what? Listen, listen, seriously. Yeah. This is right. Is it for bringing editing. you down? No, yeah. this whole part has to go. <laughs> it's hot button. Unless you're prepared to take it all the way and start shouting the N word, this entire part has I'm to go. I'm never ready to shout the N word. <laughs> I'm 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 almost. Oh, what's happened? Uh, okay. uh, nothing. Seriously, this I part is going to have to go. Can I? Can I? This week on white people talking <laughs> about blacks. Can I just? Let me, here's what someone – did John Stewart point this out? So the N-word, everyone was all – so Dr. Laura used the N-word a bunch of times before right. she took her ball and went it home. It was weird. But, but what she said – She took her wrinkly, shriveled yes, ball and exactly. went home. Exactly. But uh, she, she said – She calls it her if womb. If you can't – like, if you're so that – if you're that sensitive, you shouldn't marry outside your race. That's just about as unfe- offensive as anything I've ever heard. No one cared about that. They Wait, only cared about the that? N-word. Yeah, yes. nobody made it to that yes. part. Yeah, that's was, the offensive uh, yes. part. Yes, that's the, the Do you, you know what's even more offensive is the person who told me about what she said. She said, and here's the thing, the black woman, she was just a normal woman. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't one of those uppity black people. Right. I was like, I'm going to knife you in the throat. How about that? And uh, it was just because the thing, if, when you think about the black demographic who listens to Dr. Laura, that's got to be minuscule. Who's not listening? No, who's listening to Dr. I, I don't even know who's listening to Dr. Laura. Who's anything? The Native Americans. I didn't know she was still on the air. If, if we could uh, tap. No, I didn't. This whole racist <laughs> thing is making me yeah. very uncomfortable. Well, then let's move on. What do you know? What What are you reading, Mike? Let's talk about that. Reading? I, yeah, yeah. I like the the internet, a magazine. Books. What do you? Shit. Spin, uh, Rolling Stone. I read the uh, I read the, 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 the guide on the TiVo. The TV guide crawl. Yeah, I read the TV. Uh, what am I? I read the New Yorker. The New Yorker. You do not. Pre- read the I New read the New Yorker. Do you get I, it delivered? I have it delivered to my home, and I can't keep I can't up. Deal and with all the it pressure. does is stare at me. That's why I can't do it. Me from the table and says exactly why I can't subscribe. But it makes me. I I actually love it. I didn't realize it was. It didn't realize it was considered such a thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we read it at the house. Yeah, and you read uh, it together as a family, you and the pig and your, and yeah, your girlfriend. My girlfriend lives at the house, and she's also quite an avid reader of things. <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. What uh, What have you read recently in the New Yorker that you might recommend to people? The, whenever the New Yorker passes my way, all I can do is look at the cartoons. I'm trying to. Otherwise, think of the I last can't thing make a I read, commitment. Uh, S- okay, so you're really not that bright, then, are you? Uh, I don't want to sit down to a 37-page article you about don't have Terry to read Truman. all of them. I do. No, no. One article. If, even if I start one article, it's going to be thir- the last time I sat down. It was a re- it was a Lyndon Johnson excerpt from his biography. You can walk away. Yeah, that's what I've done oh, from I the read, New Yorker. I remember that was one of the best things I read in the New Yorker. By the way, actually, you. Co- well, it was two parts. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? 
If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Oh my God, Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show? Because I'm fucking on top of the world right now. Yeah. Actually, we got another 20 minutes. I don't know. 